This is the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast, episode 28. Hi, I'm Monica Woodhams, and this is the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast. I'm an influencer consultant and success coach, and I'm interviewing entrepreneurs, influencers, and industry experts who are making an impact and influencing the world so that we can start to live a life that we are so totally obsessed with. All right, y'all, I am here today with Lacey Gadgard, the founder and owner of Laced Hair Extensions. Laced Hair Extensions is a global brand worn by celebrities on the red carpet, including the Oscars. Her extensions have been featured on The Bachelor, music videos, People Magazine, Allure, Cosmopolitan. This global brand is something that comes straight from Lacey that she's created and I'm so excited to have you on today Lacey so thanks for coming on the podcast oh my gosh thanks for having me I'm so excited too you're so welcome okay so I usually kick off these podcasts with a little this or that so if you're down there's just a few super easy this or that questions of course let's go okay Early riser or night owl? So ironically, I am both. I love to stay out and and stay up. I get a lot of work done at night. But I Mm -hmm. have an internal alarm clock, unfortunately. (laughs) And I wake up no later than 7.30 every day of my life. So, Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, I can't sleep in. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So then... So then do you like just not need that much sleep if you're out late and then wake up early? Or do you feel like, are you a napper? I, I don't like to nap either. I just, I don't think I'm a sleeper. There's a lot of people that think I'm crazy and <laughs> probably will catch up to me one day. But I also, I can go to bed early. I can go to bed yeah. at 10, but I'll okay. still, I'll wake up at like six if I do that. But so yeah, I think if I have six hours of sleep, I'm good. And nice. I drink a lot of caffeine. So yeah, <laughs> same. I'm not sure what it is, if it's the caffeine or my body, but I'm probably going to go with the caffeine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Podcasts or books? So I have been loving podcasts lately. And, but there's something about a good book when you're trying to fall asleep or you're on an airplane. So yeah. I'm going to have to go with both. I like both for different reasons. Do you think it depends like on the topic? Like, books or like fiction and then podcasts for maybe like business or inspiration or anything like that yeah I I actually saw the funniest meme I should I'll try and send it to you through Instagram but <laughs> it showed it said how I feel during podcasts and this and it was this guy holding his drink laughing by the sign of three girls laughing and it's like oh my god yeah. <laughs> so funny because I'm like oh my gosh I totally always feel like I'm there hanging out with them so so I would say definitely it just depends on what the topic is I think one thing I love face-to-face interaction and so when you can hear someone's tone rather than reading it and having to use your own imagination is sometimes a little bit more fun for me to be honest Mm -hmm. books will help me fall asleep and then sometimes I need them on an airplane or if I'm traveling or something, it's kind of nice, but there's something about yeah. a where you feel like you're hanging out. And I kind of like that. I know. I love that too. So the next one is colorful or neutral wardrobe. I'm neutral. Yeah. Always. 
I ever, have you always been? I I, I kind of always have been. Yeah, I every once in a while I'll throw an outfit that's bright and no one knows who I am anymore. Kind of. A thing. <laughs> I mean, right now I have on black pants, a gray shirt, and I have on pink Nikes. So I'm trying to like come out of my box a little bit. They're like blush. <laughs> so. So yeah, I, I'm a neutral girl for sure. My house is all neutrals. Yeah, everything's just neutrals. Love it. Tea or coffee? I love coffee. And so coffee. But I mean, I'll, I'll have a tea occasionally, but always coffee. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is takeout or cooking? Oh, I love to cook. If I have the time and opportunity, I will choose cooking all day. Do you have a go-to recipe? Yeah, actually, and my kids don't get sick of it, thank goodness, but I always make at least once a week maple mustard thighs. Oh. It's just, it's bone-in chicken. You mix like two tablespoons of uh, maple syrup. It has to be maple syrup. And then also two tablespoons of honey mustard. And then like a little bit of thyme, a little bit of sage, salt, and pepper. And it makes a crust on your chicken, and then you're good to go. And I throw that in for like 30 minutes or however long it takes. Oh, my gosh. And it's kid-friendly. Yeah, my kids love it. (laughs) That's awesome. That sounds delicious and easy. I'm all about the easy route with cooking. So let's dive into the world of laced hair extensions, how you got here, how you got to this global brand, you know, from creating something that you just created yourself out of seeing what your clients needed and wanted. So tell us a little bit about Laced Hair Extensions and what it is today, and then we'll kind of backtrack to how it started. Yeah, so today we service stylists and customers all over the globe. We're definitely really popular in the United States, but we do ship everywhere. And I offer trainings for hairstylists and it's just, it's a lot of fun for me to um, get to meet the stylists and show them what I've learned over the last 16 years that I've been doing this. So, and then we have a storefront here in Salt Lake City and a salon so people can come in, but we ship out, out of here too. So our headquarters are here as well. So, and we just been, I mean, it's been so fun. I love the people I get to meet. I do a lot of traveling, a lot of, you know, a lot of blogger type retreats and just, I I mean, we're just always doing something. And then a lot of celebrities and a lot of, you know, big name people have been wearing our brand, which is obviously super exciting. And yeah, we're just Mm -hmm. hoping to keep growing. So I love that. So your hair um, stylist experience goes back to 16 years ago. Did you always know that hair was your passion and that was going to be your path? Actually, not at all. I had started college and wanted to be an attorney. Okay. And I did a beauty pageant and I actually won a scholarship to hair school for the pageant that I was in. And Mm. I was like, oh, I like doing hair. That would actually be a lot of fun to have a really good job while I'm in school, you know? Yeah. Yeah. When I started hair school, I was like, oh my gosh, I love this so much. It was so fun and I wanted to make a career out of it. So I decided to do that after I finished hair school and I didn't, 
I, I maybe one day I'll go back and finish my degree, but I didn't ever go back to university after I was done with hair school. I just went right out into the field and started doing hair. So I love that. Were your friends and family like, oh, that makes total sense? Or were they just totally confused? You know, I I had a mix of both. I had a mix of some people that were, you know, especially 16 years ago, I think I think things have gotten a lot better in the hairdresser world. But 16, 17 years ago, when I went to hair school, it was kind of a, I hate to say it, but a lot of people would say, oh, you're selling out by going to hair school instead of getting a college education. I had several people saying that to me, which really bothered me. And I was like, just wait, I'm going to do something really cool. I, (laughs) I mean, hairstylists can be so successful and it's such a great career. And so that's why I love supporting hairstylists and showing them, hey, you guys can be very successful in this field. And so that's where I train them. You know, I've been very successful offering hair extensions to my clientele for the last 16 years. And so, yeah, but it was a few people were kind of put off by it, where which made me want to work even harder. So, um, you know, yeah. they've now apologized, but <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, you have to get a college degree, you know? So anyways, right. yeah. Right. Was there any like internal kind of like, is this the right thing to do? Or did you just trust yourself and know this is actually where my path is supposed to go? Oh, I always trusted myself. I loved it so much that I, and I still love doing hair. I Mm -hmm. wish I could do more of it, but now I'm running the business side. And when I get those little times I get to go do someone's hair, I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I could do more of this because it's so much fun. So yeah, I loved every second of it. Yeah, I always have. It's like a dream job to me. So I really love it. I love that. So when you were a hairstylist and before you launched Laced Hair Extensions, how much time went by between like having this idea to create your brand, create this business uh, product piece in addition to your service-based business? How much time went by before actually like saying, you know what, I am going to create a product? So I created laced hair eight years ago and I'd already been doing hair about seven years in a salon and I had no idea how much work it would be to start a business. And it was in the, in the beginning, I really just wanted it for my own use. I wanted, because I, I always have traveled around doing people's hair from all over the world that I had met. I used to work at the Bellagio in Las Vegas and they would fly to me and then they would have to go home. They're in Texas, they're in New York, they're in LA, wherever. Mm-hmm. And they just started asking me, Oh my gosh, I can't make it. Can you fly to me? And I've never said no to a trip. So I was like, sure. <laughs> so I started traveling. And then I just, that's where I knew I needed to have my own, I needed to have my own line of hair so I could just have hair with me at all times. And then from there, mm-hmm. my friends were like, Oh, well, we really like this. Can we order from you? And then from there, I created an education program and yeah, we just have kept growing ever since. So it's been fun. That's awesome. So when it came to actually creating the product itself, what was, you know, what were the factors that came into account? What did you absolutely know that this product needed to have? Like where it came from what specifically your clients wanted, the shades of color, what went into kind of the behind the scenes of the creation process? 
Well, there's a lot of extension companies out there that had, there's a lot of colors that are kind of, you know, every, for example, every extension line has a color that's like a 1B or a color 22. Those colors don't make sense to you, but they make sense <laughs> in the extension world. Um, mm-hmm. So, but a lot of extension companies didn't have colors that were mixed together to make more natural blends. And no one had ombre colors yet. No one. And so I, that was what I created was a ombre color. And so that kind of set me apart. But okay. so little that no one, you know, no one knew about those ombre colors. And now obviously all, all the extension lines have ombre colors. And um, mm-hmm. that was something that I wanted to create. So just I wanted to make sure that we could offer like all the amazing colors was really important to me. I love that. And so if we kind of talk about extensions and the transformation that it can really have for a woman, what is that big purpose behind them? Like, because I know like when you have your hair done, when you leave the salon, it's like, I feel like I have so much confidence to take on my day. So what is it for you that these extensions really mean? to the women who are wearing them on a deeper level? So the first time I, I have very thin, fine hair, all of my friends, a flat iron, which also is going to date me. Flat irons came out my senior year. <laughs> so everyone used to iron their hair with an ironing board. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> but flat irons, all my friends would have this long, straight, in the like very beginning of 2000s, like 1999. Mm-hmm. And when I was in high school and like, all my friends had this long, beautiful hair and my hair would just never grow past my shoulders. It just always broke off. It was always so thin. Um, the first time I got extensions, so it's definitely personal for me. First time I got extensions, they really changed my confidence. They really changed my life. And to me, I was just like, oh my gosh, this has to be shared. More people need to know that you can feel like this and be very confident. So more than a of you know a vain thing i think sometimes extensions get the bad rap of being vain and it looks fake it looks this that it's like no i want extensions to look very natural and to enhance what you already have so that's why we offer so many different lengths because sometimes women want their short hair but it's so thin so that's why it's like well let's you can still have extensions that match your natural length so there's so many possibilities with them that it's just been so fun to show women all the different options they can have. They don't have to have 22 inch hair like the 20 year old girls at Coachella. Granted, I'm in my thirties and I still like to have the 22 inch hair. If you want that, that's great too, but it's just great to know there's so many options and it just really does boost their confidence. I mean, we have women come into our store and that's, it's a great reminder of why I'm doing what I'm doing because these women come in and they're like, I've been using your brand for, you know, X amount of years. And I just want to say, thank you. I have so much confidence now because my hair looks beautiful. And that's like the best compliment anyone could give me. It's exactly why why I do it is because I know that it can change women's lives with their hair. So that is definitely my favorite part about my job, just seeing the difference of confidence in them almost instantly. I love that. And it's so true. There is that huge confidence piece. And then there's also even like the personal expression and style piece to it for you can really have the flexibility to have that look that is going to make you feel aligned with who you are today. So I love that. What advice do you have for women who have been wanting to 
get hair extensions, but they're kind of intimidated about the whole thing because there's so many different types. There's just, they want to make sure they go somewhere that's going to have high quality. What advice do you have for them? So honestly, I mean, they can email our customer support team with any questions. We have stylists that actually will email these customers back. And then we also have a lot of stylists that use laced hair that are located all over the United States and Canada, actually. So we can hopefully find a stylist that uses our company in their area. Or most hairstylists will be open to trying a new brand if a client is concerned about laced hair. And honestly, it, it is tricky because there are five different methods. So just asking a lot of questions and we're here to help. You can ask us on our Instagram or send an email to us. And I would love to answer and our team here, any questions they may have, but just to make sure to go to a stylist that is educated and knows how to apply the extensions is very important because they can be damaging if they're not done properly. So it's okay mm. to be by it. Um, <laughs> but it, but it's okay as long as the stylist knows what they're doing. So, and that's a good, a great thing about Instagram is there's a portfolio at your fingertips that you can go and check out. Most stylists have an Instagram of their work, mm-hmm. really good yeah. what they're doing and see work and, you know, really handpick a stylist that you want to go to. Yeah. And I think it says a lot about your brand too, that you do, you know, you do support stylists and educating them and training them and also having that, support on the customer side where you have a team that's ready to answer questions. It's not like you're just creating this product and then just like letting it run free because I'm sure from your perspective, when you can provide the training behind it and answering the questions, you can see your product be much more successful because it's being used correctly. Yeah, I totally agree. And that is you know, we could sell it and someone can go watch a YouTube tutorial, but you can't really get the education and knowledge uh, to be putting something in someone's hair when you just haven't had a hands-on course. So I love education and, you know, making sure the client knows how to take care of them and maintain them. And it makes a huge difference in yeah. a healthy. Yeah. So your business has a lot of moving parts because you have the salon and the brick and mortar store, you have the online shop, you have the customer service component, the training component. So when you're having those, you know, those really busy days where there's just all these moving parts, what is that reminder of your why? Like why you do this, why you show up every single day to make this happen? So honestly, it's, it is crazy because there are days that I come and I'm just so overwhelmed and my inbox has 800 emails and I'm just like, you know, you do, you get overwhelmed and there's hard days. And honestly, it takes one good customer email to send me an email that is, that just says, Lacey, thank you so much for creating this brand. I have never felt more confident. And, you know, there's women that are regrowing their hair from having chemotherapy. There's women that have autoimmune diseases like I have that are trying to grow their hair back from some loss during treatment. And it's like just to be able to help women feel beautiful is my why. That's exactly 
why I started this in the first place was just being able to give women confidence. I think that a confident woman, a confident women are, can, you know, change the world. Like they feel like they can do anything. And as cheesy as that sounds, when I'm just doing their hair, I really believe that, that it really has helped so many of them because I get emails all the time of them telling me so. Yeah, absolutely. What advice do you have for someone who is trying to really uncover their why when it comes to their business? Maybe, you know, is it a matter of listening to yourself and listening to your gut of what you're actually passionate about, like you did when you decided to switch from university to hairstyling? Yeah, so it's interesting. I've I have been able to speak at a bunch of entrepreneurial lectures and actually business colleges and people that are asking me and I do not have a business degree. I think there's two Mm -hmm. different ways to start a business. Maybe you have a good idea and you think it can make money. And then maybe Mm -hmm. it's just something that you're completely passionate about. And sometimes those come together. Like I feel like mine came together. So for me, Mm -hmm. I think the motive, it's so hard to run a business. And I think the reason I have been able to keep this business alive is that I'm so passionate about what I do. And I honestly love it. And I honestly love the before and afters of changing people. And I, so if that is any good advice is if you can find something that you are passionate about, usually money will kind of trickle behind that. But Mm -hmm. honestly, it's, I think that that is why I've been able to mix the success with it is because I was so passionate about it. Absolutely. And maybe it's even like a matter of just like saying, okay, you have this idea and you have this passion, like explore where it can intersect because maybe like you just haven't really pieced it together and it can totally intersect into both. And I agree. Like when you find that piece that it is that you have that really strong why behind, like that gets you through those hard days because running a business isn't easy. There's going to be the days that are harder than others. And having that why is what, you know, keeps you going. So how has working with influencers and bloggers really helped your business grow and expand and become this global business? So that was something that I did in the beginning. I think a lot of people weren't quite doing that yet. And I built relationships with a lot of bloggers that some of them already were my friends. I'm from Salt Lake City and a lot of them are here in Utah. And some of them already were my friends and some of them I met because we started working together. And I think that just having that social outreach has definitely, definitely is what got our hair on, on the map for sure in the beginning. We didn't have a sales team. I had just created a website and I remember the first time I, I worked a lot in the beginning and, and still do with her name's Kara Brooks. She created mascara, the makeup line and that really mm-hmm. awesome blog. And I, I did her hair. We did this before and after hair color that she posted on her blog and it went viral. And I remember I just had this little janky website. This was probably six years ago. And I got an order from Virginia and then an order from New York. And I just remember seeing these different states and I was just like, oh my gosh, I was so excited about it. And I definitely will say that came from just, you know, the customers like said that they found me on Kara's blog. So it was, 
it made me realize and and also I have like an appreciation I think they work very hard and so I love that we're able to work together so I've had a great time working with a lot of influencers and bloggers absolutely from being on the brand's perspective what is it that makes you feel confident about a blogger or influencer that you're partnering up with because there's a lot of influencers and bloggers who listen to this podcast and I think that sometimes they they always want to be figuring out what is it that a brand would want from me like what's the you know what does that relationship look like so for me I think that I want everyone to stay on brand if I have someone that reaches out to me and and we're not a good fit I'm just going to be honest with them and say you know what like I think that your brand, and usually I think everyone's a good fit for us, but I'm just using that as an example. I think I just want to make sure that we're a good fit. And I'm always very honest with them. And if they, you know, they don't have to put them in and braid their hair every day and they don't have to put them in and leave them long. I want to work with them that, so it works with their content. So it feels authentic. I think a lot, and I, a lot of people that have reached out to me have said that you know, a lot of bloggers and a lot of businesses. And I, I wouldn't, I'm not a blogger, but I do also have a personal Instagram and I try and be mm-hmm. authentic on it. But, you know, so I think with, with bloggers, that's what I say. I want them to still be authentic and I want to create content that will work for both of us. And hopefully we can just add to their hair. Some, I have bloggers that buy my extensions and then cut their hair really short, but they still want it thick. So I, and I love that because it just shows that we're, you know, the versatility with extension. So I don't have a necessarily set of rules other than to make sure we're posting and working together. I kind of want mm-hmm. them to be, I, I'm very artistic and very creative as a hairstylist and I consider myself an artist myself. So I want them to be as creative as they can that matches their content and their vibe and everything that they're going for. I think it's a lot more fun that way. Absolutely. And I think that's such an important thing to remember, especially for influencers to remember, is that you don't have to copy what everyone else is doing in order to be successful as an influencer. Because like you said, you can work with the same brand and have two completely different looks that are authentic to each of the influencers. And that's going to be like that little secret sauce that makes you stand out to a brand is that they know you're going to be authentic to you, to your audience and to the product. Exactly. And I have some friends that are bloggers and it's, you know, it is their job and they work very hard and I have a lot of respect for it, but sometimes they're like, Oh, I had to do this post and I felt so fake. And I know all my followers knew it was fake, but I had to do it, you know? And so I just don't want to be one of those brands that makes them feel like, they don't get to be themselves that they work with. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if we kind of transition into what's coming up for you in 2018, what is exciting that's coming up for you in the rest of 2018? So, oh my gosh, I always have so many things in the lineup, but we have, we actually, and hopefully some bloggers from this can reach out, but we have a lot of yeah. trips planned. We want to do blogger retreats kind of quarterly. So oh my God. Um, where we just get to have hair and makeup and hopefully lots of good food and drinks and whatever else people want. So we're planning a list of those. And then I also will be doing monthly trainings in different cities. So 
if anyone listening to this wants to tell their hairstylist about us, we will be doing so many trainings. And then I also just launched Laced Hair Foundation. I haven't really talked about it a lot because it's still in the beginning stages. Our website isn't officially up. So what my foundation does is we help women that are suffering from hair loss it, for any for any reason. It could be just because of age, medical reasons. You know, obviously pe- women that have gone through chemotherapy. So I'm really, that's something I'm probably most, ex- we have some really fun stuff, but I'm probably the most excited about that foundation. Uh, it's very, huh. very dear to my heart because of some of the health issues I've had. So mm-hmm. that is something definitely to look forward to 2018. We hope to make that big where women can have our extensions. So, oh my gosh, I yeah, love just that. always busy, that's always so something in the works. <laughs> But always something super exciting, which is, I think that's one of the best parts of having a business is, you know, keeping the creative wheels turning. Like there's always something else that's going to spark inspiration and allowing yourself to pursue that. Yes, I agree. So it's, it's, yeah. Okay. So I usually wrap up with two questions that I ask all of my guests. And the first one is, what did your morning routine look like today? So my morning routine, I get up in the morning and I do try and at least work out for like 20 minutes with just in my room, whether it's just lifting a few weights, crunches, I just try and do something. And I always try and wake up before my kids so Mm -hmm. I can help them get ready. I have two boys and I drop them off at school and then I come straight to work. So it's kind of, and that's every day, usually Monday through Friday. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> it's nice that I have to take them to school because it yeah. makes sure I go to work right after because it makes sure that I have to be ready and not in my bathrobe when I take them to school. However, that has happened a few times, but usually I have to go straight to work out. <laughs> so I can't do that very often. <laughs> right. And then the second question is, what is your favorite lifestyle hack? So this can be anything when it comes to beauty, fashion, lifestyle, business, anything? Oh, something that came to mind. I'm kind of in business mode today. So something that came to mind the second that you asked that is we all have to-do lists. And mm-hmm. my to-do list right now is 10 miles long. And honestly, you need, I get on, I, with my to-do list, I get three things that are the most important. And I just start with one of them. And I... I finish one to-do li- one item off my to-do list at a time. And it may seem like doing only one thing at a time that isn't very, that you're not getting anything done. And I felt like that in the beginning, but honestly, to just do one thing at a time has changed my life. And I am so much more effective in my, yeah. with my day because of it. I love that. It's so true because sometimes we think multitasking is going to get everything done faster, but really like, you know, that's when, that's the second things get lost. Like, like you thought you answered an email and you didn't, or you thought you did this really well and then something slipped through the cracks. And so doing that one thing and going through that, I think that is less overwhelming because you're not like scattering yourself everywhere. I love that. All right. Well, Lacey, thank you so much for joining. I know there's so much inspiration here, both when it comes to your business and, you know, 
having the confidence in your day to really like feel like you're presenting yourself as who you feel on the inside, where can everyone find you if they're like, okay, I've been looking for some really awesome extensions uh, from someone who I can trust. Where can they find you? So we are on Instagram and it's just, it's just laced hair extensions on Instagram. And also if anyone has any personal questions for me, I am the one that 100% runs my personal Instagram. And that one is Lacey Gadigard, which I know that's the weirdest name, but we're linked a lot in Lace Hair Extensions. So you can find me on there. <laughs> um, and our website also is just lacedhair.com. Okay, perfect. And if anyone's interested in attending either your blogger retreats or they want to put you in touch with their hairstylist, can they just go straight to your website? And is that the best place to contact you or is it Instagram? Honestly, the website, either way they can reach out. We try our best. Sometimes Instagram messages get lost. So mm-hmm. if you want to reach out through uh, through our website, an email is a great way to do it. So perfect. I would suggest okay. email actually. Perfect. All right. So I will link that in the show notes so that y'all can get in touch with Lacey as easily as possible. But again, thank you so much, Lacey, for joining us on the podcast today. It was so much fun and really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much, Monica. It's so much fun. Thanks for listening to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. For show notes and free tips and trainings, head over to monicawoodhams.com slash podcast. You'll be able to learn more about this week's guest and how to connect with her as well. Talk soon, y'all.